1: But on that meme, whatever you want to call it that's going around, uh, from Seinfeld, and just remember, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. But Morty Seinfeld, Seinfeld's dad, this is Frank Costanza. (laughs) You think you're going to keep us out of Florida? We're going to be in the clubhouse. (laughs) We'll be on the shuffleboard courts.
2: You can't keep us out. Just try and stop
1: us. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Yes, it is. You're going to try to keep us out of Florida? You want a piece of me? Oh, what a great day down here at Ace Casino Airport. This ain't work. We're at the Center Bar. Hi, Tanya. Everybody's excited. Theo's here, right? Yeah. So it's always a great day. And Darren uh, Moose to here as well. Darren and I are going to be holding a watch party tonight right next door at the Ace Casino Sports Bar. And I don't know what happened. The owner, Naeem, just took off with Theo. Did you just see him? They just but buzzing down. Yeah, I think they were going on a tour, maybe. Big things, big things happening here. And I'm going to open hour two with a a sports update so that I don't forget to read it later. The Toronto Maple Leafs are hoping to even the score tonight in game two against the Florida Panthers after dropping the first game of their second-round Stanley Cup playoff series by a 4-2 score on Tuesday. Also tonight, the Seattle Kraken are on the road, aiming to secure a 2-0 lead over the Dallas Stars. Last night, the Oilers lost game one to the Vegas Golden Knights, falling 6-4 in the Fortress. Leon Draisaitl, the German Gretzky, scored four goals in the loss, and the Carolina Hurricanes thumped the New Jersey Devils 5-1 in game one. The Blue Jays look to snap a four-game losing skid and avoid a series sweep in Boston. It's another night game at Fenway. Kevin Gosman tonight for the Jays against Boston's Brian Brian Bayo. The sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Renfield. But Landmark Cinemas, she has some splaining to do. We need better showtimes for Renfield. I was asleep for I know. an hour by the time Renfield aired last night. I was going to say it's
2: actually not bad for somebody like me who is up a little later, because I could watch the Leafs Florida game tonight and then go to Renfield at ten. We should probably do that if you're good with the late, late night. Okay, and your eyes might be a little red tomorrow morning. I want to see Renfield, well, man. And I know when
1: I go back to Florida this weekend, I won't be watching any movies for the next month, so we'll go tonight. Uh, Renfield. In this modern tale of Dracula's loyal servant, Nicholas Holt stars as Renfield, the tortured aide to history's most narcissistic boss, Dracula, played by Nicholas Cage. That's all you need to know. We'll tell you about it tomorrow. I'm going to be going to bed late tonight, but that's okay. Man, yeah. what a great night shaping up. The Leafs and the Panthers and then the movies. Get a nap in this afternoon. Renfield. Um, you said you are not feeling bad about the game tonight. are no, nervous at I'm all? I'm not.
2: Um, I'm not feeling bad about the series. I think for either of these teams... There's opportunities. And when you have opportunities, you can win. And both of the teams are going to have lots of opportunities. It's kind of a track meet, back and forth, kind of last goal wins type of thing, right? And Bobovsky was on his game. He was looking like a, you know, Vesna goalie again. Um, if he plays like that, they're going to be very good and very hard to beat. But Toronto will still get their chances. And as long as you have chances and opportunities, you can win. What will scare me is if the chances dry up. If Florida starts playing really tough defensive hockey and Toronto's not getting to the
1: net, not getting chances, then I'll be worried.
2: But not yet.
1: I love the comments from the audience as always. I'm sprinkling them in as we go. That's those watching on streaming. Also, you can text us 902-518-3033. Jordan writes in. He says, the, Jordan, you already says, the Leafs will tie this series tonight, but lose in seven. I like Dallas tonight also to even it up uh john in edmonton says rod your thoughts on oiler fans selling out roger's place for a road game watch party i don't know john we talked about it last week and you asked the question so go back and watch last week (laughs) swerve in calgary this is just rude he says just watch shaking bobblehead gary bettman guiding a knights versus kraken western final It's conspiracies again, that the NHL wants a Vegas-Seattle-Western Conference final. I don't believe that they do.
2: Conspiracies don't exist like that in hockey.
1: I don't think they do. No, they don't. I'm glad that that actually came up, though, because this is what I think. When we ran the computer-simulated CFL season, there's a reason they called it a simulation. We simulated a real season, and we as the de facto commissioners wanted certain teams to win. We did. We did, but we didn't manipulate the no. results for those teams to win, no. right? So I don't doubt for a second. I have, I have time for somebody to say the NHL head office in Toronto, or sorry, New York, Park Avenue, wants a Vegas Seattle Western Conference final. I don't have a problem with that. I oh, could, yeah. I, I'll debate that with you. But to say they're actively screwing the Oilers and the Stars, no, it, no. Well, it doesn't, it
2: doesn't happen. Look, at New Jersey, New York is the rivalry they want. They got it in the first round. But the Stanley Cup you would want, if I'm in that building, I want the Rangers and the Kings, right? In the Stanley Cup. I want the New York Rangers and the LA Kings in the Stanley Cup. you got the two biggest TV markets, two biggest markets in, the, in North America going head-to-head. That's what you want. Getting those fan bases going and getting the ratings up on, you know, TNT and on ESPN. You don't want small markets making it to the cup final, having no ratings. So no,
1: oh, man. if they were really manipulating it, the Rangers would have won and the Kings would have won. I should have asked Serena this yesterday because people were asking to get her on and get her opinions on Vegas Edmonton. But I well, next week I'll be back in Florida. We'll have her on live in person. And I'm working on some big guests from the shows next week in Florida. But I appreciate those that are chiming in, suggesting what I need to do in Florida. The bracelet says one day at a time, okay? I'm just getting through Calgary, and I'll worry about Florida when I get there. Yeah. But I'd love to know her American take on how the NHL would receive an Edmonton-Toronto-Stanley Cup final. Because for you and I to say, or even Kevin Weeks the other day to say, it's two teams that deserve to be there, two iconic franchises with massive star power, that's all true. Yeah. But is that enough? I'm not even sure that's enough. I don't know if it is. I saw yeah. some of
2: the American ratings from the first round, and that Tampa-Toronto series actually had some decent ratings. Average viewership, almost 900,000 people. Um, it showed us that, American, that Toronto has a fan base in the U.S. The Edmonton-L.A. series was a little lower yet, um, but again, we'll see what the second-round ratings are in the U.S. to see if Toronto, Florida, and if Edmonton-Vegas draws ratings or not. Obviously... It was the New York, New Jersey series that did really well, viewership-wise, in the U.S., two big markets and a big rivalry. Um, but I, I think Toronto-Edmonton would
1: be well-received. I really do. I like this from Jeff, the Stamps fan. He says, the only true conspiracy is the Edmonton Oilers cheated in the mid-1980s. I don't know how yet, but I'm working on it. How about that? Ta-dam-boom. Keep working, bro. Yeah. Um, John Ohm was in earlier. Um, but he's gone golfing, just so you know. Okay. I guess he's with the Jets. Golfing with the Yeah, 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 you yeah. got it? Yeah. Chevy and the Jets. I, I was more team. thinking of like, Use your pen. That's not bad. Not bad. Chevy and the Jets. Dun, dun. <laughs> Has anybody done that song? I don't think so. I've never heard it. Done. Theron Flurry uh, singing last hour... Sorry, his neck just snapped over here. He's watching and listening. You said my name? He says the, repl- the uh, relationship between Rick Bonus and his players in Winnipeg is in- unfixable. Yeah. You have to understand something, ladies and gentlemen. He knows of what he speaks with his career in the recovery coaching field and his career in the National Hockey League. I agree with him. Sometimes things are said, sometimes things are done that are irreparable and the only way that they are reparable repairable is if both sides come together and want to repair it you know what i'm saying yes and again let me say it again sometimes things are said and done in a relationship that makes things burn beyond repair it's not just sports folks it's life and it takes two to tango takes two And I don't think those Jets players are interested in reconciling. And the way Rick Bonus has been thrown under the bus by his own team, I'm not sure he's interested in reconciling. To a room as a coach with players who don't trust you, don't believe in you, don't want to be there.
2: And they're like, probably, I mean, again, I'm not speaking for these players because I think, you know, there's high character on both sides of this. I think there's high character in the room. I think there's high character, you know, in the front office and, and with Rick Bonus. But to say does not really matter what he says. We're going to do our own thing anyway, right? They said bonus is coming back. I don't know if Chevy's going to stick with that or not. When push comes to shove, we thought Daryl was coming back, right? But if Rick is really coming back, they got a lot of player movement that's
1: going to happen here. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says so. Rick Bonus is the next to go. Stay tuned. I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out either. We knew at the end of the season with what Bonus said. Uh, that this wasn't going to be the end of it. Wasn't it you that said it's going to be a very interesting summer in Winnipeg? Yeah. And uh, the Blue Bombers are like, drats. That's our time to shine. No, the NHL's become a year round league. Uh, Collins watching in Ottawa and he says, Penny and the Jets, that's Penny, was what I called the New York Jets at the turn of the century when we had Chad Pennington as our starting quarterback. How about that? <laughs> Yeah. I should, did I mention, I did mention the Woody's RV summer road trip. Yeah. Come out to Calgary and join the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Calgary Stampeders, courtesy Woody's RV World. They're stepping up. And Engelheim, too. That's going to be fun. Yeah, here it is. A... Charter transportation from Regina to Calgary and return June 23rd. Come on out to Calgary. We got the smoke. Two-night accommodations here at Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport. You might beat Jen. Or Amanda. I said to Amanda here at the Center Bar the other day, I said, you're so popular, there's a song about you. (laughs) Waylon Jennings. Exclusive pre- and post-game parties right here at Ace Sports Bar and a ticket to the Riders and the Stampeders. I have written, that came from uh, rodpeterson.com for tickets right now. The number's on the screen for those that are watching. There's an ad there at rodpeterson.com. Do we want to? It's eleven eleven Mountain, by the way, mm. one eleven Eastern. Oh, Visualize awesome. a positive outcome. We're going to get to all of the CFL talk tomorrow, but you, people, you need to understand, especially the CFL fans. We'll talk way more football once we get into the season. Training camps are about ten days away but I have not all cap CFL draft ratings is the fourth point of the quick six. And you were with me an hour ago, uh, just to reiterate that if you were the CFL, which we are not, we're sitting here trying to grow our show. It's going great. We're not the CFL. What do you do? 25,000 people watch their draft. Uh, on TSN the other night, main network, as opposed to the 3.3 million watching game one between the Leafs and the Panthers on Sportsnet. Because I don't think about it anymore. I used to lay awake at night, even after I left the CFL, as to what the CFL needs to do. I don't think about it anymore, and I appreciate that the fans do. It's not my job. This is. But what would you do? They're
2: doing some of the right things. I talked about what they did in the draft that was really good, and it wasn't the league itself, but the teams. You know, I saw the Blue Bombers, and I saw, you know, some of the players, and I saw the, you know, the Anthony Bennett stuff in Winnipeg. Um, I've, and and partly because I'm a Canada West guy, so it's in my timeline, right? So I'll I'll admit that. But seeing him embracing all of the friends and family at the outdoor draft party in front of the big projection screen TV and, you know, flexing and being really emotional and excited, that's what you do. The, The phone call I talked about last hour with Jeremy O'Day calling Jackson Ford, and Jackson was just pumped, on that to get that call to be a Saskatchewan Rough Rider. That stuff shows you, you know, the, the personal touch of the league and the players. That stuff's really great. What Amard Doman's do with the pregame parties and pumping up the home openers and all of that. Really awesome. They're trying to do some new things in Calgary and get more people into the building. Because there's so many different things that you're doing. You just gotta build the atmosphere back up and you gotta be okay being realistic that you're not the NFL right now. And you gotta go back to square one. Step up and and not worry about, you know, the CFL draft ratings. You know what, that's, if you're trying to, if you're you're living and dying on CFL draft ratings needing to be what the NFL is, you're going to lose because it's just not the same product.
1: Uh, You need to connect people. Yeah. That's what the CFL needs to do. Bring your fans together. Bring the players together with the fans because as you just said, the Houston Texans don't need to do it. The Edmonton Oilers don't need to do it. Because we got McDavid up in our face every day. But we don't have Taylor Cornelius up in our face every day. We don't have Bull Levi Mitchell up in our face every day. And thank God for that. Uh, Jeff, the Sam's fan says, CFL rookie camp opens one week today. Yeah. And we'll be talking about, again, CFL fans, come back here tomorrow. That's when we'll be talking about it more. John in Edmonton says, have you heard the rumors that Gary Bettman is going to be announcing next week Arizona Coyotes are moving? um no i haven't heard them and john with all due respect i'm not interested in where you get your rumors or what your rumors are because i know what my rumors are they they don't sound anything like what your rumors are so no i haven't heard it and i'm not paying any attention to it sean in vancouver's watching on game plus television he says the conspiracy stuff is crazy are all the players in on it too yeah they go their entire lives to throw hockey games for gary bettman Get
2: real, people. Although the players are in on the NFL, and it's funny when they talk about the NFL scriptwriters are, are pretty wild. It's pretty funny. It hasn't really caught on in the National Hockey League. No, I haven't heard about it. It's sorry. not happening.
1: Uh, now I think you're done. All right. So... Kick my feet up. Okay. No, no. Which you're not going to do. I no. know that. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Thank you. Okay. Special guest joining us next here at Ace Casino Center Bar when we return. Uh, Also on the way via video chat, Shannon Walsh from the Slapshot Sweethearts podcast. We're live from Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the
2: content
0: you may have missed.
1: live look in from ace casino airport beautiful day here in calgary and by the way ace poker the best promotions all the time flop a royal win ten thousand dollars instantly we run the easiest bad beat to hit in the city along with multiple high hand jackpots add in 75 inch tvs for your sports watching quality food and beverages and the best dealers in town why play anywhere else ace poker changing the poker landscape and we're broadcasting from the center stage tonight, Moose and I hosting a watch party for Game 2, Panthers-Leafs, pausing the hockey talk, and I'm more than happy to chat some hoops now. Jason Ribeiro joining us, president, vice chairman of the Calgary Surge, managing partner, that's a fancy term for co-owner, right? <laughs> <laughs> of the Canadian Elite Basketball League's Calgary Surge, the newest franchise in the league, relocated, yep. right? So, uh, welcome to the RP Show.
4: No, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here with you, Rod, and I'm thrilled to be here at uh, Ace Casino. Nice digs. Yeah. It gotta, is beautiful, isn't I'll it? I'll give uh, Naeem and company a big compliment. Really, really nicely done.
1: One of the owners, Naeem, his brother's family-run business, but yeah. apparently you guys go yeah, how we far had, back?
4: We've got some connection, uh, specifically with my business partner, but you know, Naeem and I have been at dinners together over the years. Uh, for particular Calgary issues. I think the last time it was, it was the governor general, our former governor general was in town, and we somehow found ourselves at this dinner being like, how did we sneak into this? So it's, uh, it'll be good to catch up with him after.
1: So for those, again, let's back up the truck, watching all across Canada, Game Plus Television Network, all 10 provinces, 31 U.S. states, on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, and of course streaming. The Canadian Elite Basketball League, as I told you on the phone the other day, we feel like our startup cousins. We're in year five, they're in year five mike morielli long time close friend of mine since the 90s i love the league yeah and you know that you obviously love the league i
4: feel very similarly
1: about the league yeah sure why do you love it so much and
4: yeah look i think you know well you know full circle moment as well you know when i was growing up as a kid uh in stony creek in hamilton ontario my relationship with mike morial at that time as a fan was very different right you know watching him at ivor win at the time you know compete for for gray cups and now to be in this full circle moment and now be partners in this endeavor of building and growing canadian basketball is is really thrilling i think look you know one of the main reasons we've done this and brought a team uh, to calgary has been because of the same strength that you've seen over the last now four going into five years you know you see major sponsors lining up you see the the stands filled with with thousands of people you see the tsn's of the world coming on board as the official broadcaster that is the differentiating factor between this and all the other previous experiments in canadian basketball and mike and and his team are a big reason of why
1: we're here today largest canadian pro sports league crazy right there is like the best tagline crazy right yeah and it's for again you know that the league is still trying to get the word out. It's the same as us in year five. There are yeah. people just finding us, people just finding you. It's the way it is. Yeah. Um, give a commercial for the CEBL right now for the viewers.
4: Yeah, look, I think it's a high-octane, entertaining, basketball experience and look the sport of basketball not just in this country but around the world it's, i would say is better than many others at bringing in all the realms of entertainment you think about fashion you think about art you think about music you know who are these rappers rapping about it's 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 you know it's pri- primarily basketball you know the fashion shows who's going to that it's it's russell westbrook and all these guys like the sport is speaking to people on a number of different levels no matter how you feel about it its impact is undeniable and so we're here as part of, you know, Canada's largest sports league uh, with the Calgary surge, uh, feeling really confident in Mike's leadership, feeling really confident on our partners and feeling really confident that we're bringing pro basketball and entertainment to the country in the right way.
1: So now I really love when interviews just flow. And that's because <laughs> of you. So this flows into this. When it was announced the Rochester Nighthawks were moving to Calgary, yeah. I was here yeah. and I thought, it's a win. I didn't know where you were going to play. Right. But when I ended up hearing that it was win uh winsport yeah like perfect size perfect everything and then all of a sudden boom it just took off you guys sold
3: out
4: seasons yeah like we're we're at over a thousand season ticket holders and and we haven't really pushed the dial you talk about being in the in the startup mode you know we we didn't know what this would do this has taken off i think faster than we've projected uh and have great partners in in winsport Barry Heck, John Sutherland, you know, we feel a huge responsibility of breathing new life into the 88 legacy that has bound the city for so long and potentially reinterpreting it on our own terms as a city building project. uh, Now that we're, uh, you know, a few decades past, you know, the the greatest Winter Olympics ever held uh, in, in history, but it's an intimate venue. It's a high level venue. The seats don't come out of the walls. You have your own seat. The ceiling is beautiful, kind of as beautiful as this one is right here. And it's just the right venue to take in this entertainment uh, experience. But we're over a 1,000 season ticket holders have been pretty quiet, actually, to see who the diehard fans are. And what you'll see in May is is us really push go and, and uh, make a push for single-game tickets and and have people discover us on their, on their own terms. We haven't been loud, I think, purposely for that reason.
1: But it's been going well. Imagine if you were loud.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, no. But I, I think the reason why we've we've been very restrained about this is you know this right from a sports perspective. You're entering into a market. We are launching a professional sports franchise, and. We want to be really thoughtful about that, what that is in, in a city that hasn't had pro basketball here for some time. And frankly, the pro basketball experiences that they've had in the nineties and two thousands haven't been successful. So we want to be really careful that the brand is right. We want to be really careful that we're our engagement with community as at all four corners of the city. And let's be clear, like we want to shake this up. And, and this is not a, you know, here for a, a, a good time perspective. We're here for a long time. Yeah. And so- we want to earn the fans we want to build those relationships with music and fashion and art and part of that means going slow to go fast so we're pretty comfortable about not going loud
1: that's yeah you know, right i'm here. not i think it's a great approach yeah. but i know that you got a great floor there because i was there for the bcla games yeah. last year so i know that you got the court you have all of that and you've uh, met seth here that's where i met him for the first time was at those Liga oh, get out. bcla games yeah. and i he told me he's had these basketball camps out in Bragg creek that have been supported by the surge and the kids are going nuts that's the grassroots stuff is where this is going to happen for you
4: and and look you know you talk about calgary you know i I, we put up this ad um for this home team tour that we launched when we first you know started to engage community and said what do you want this to be and we put out a tagline like is calgary a basketball city and what happens in this video is you see these visuals from all four corners of the city where there's a You know a partnership between a mosque and Calgary police services and uh, you know a a girls team you know on international persons with disabilities Day, playing wheelchair basketball at the Genesis Center there's a junior girls tournament in the south where there's a thousand junior boys cheering on a thousand junior girls as if they were the Raptors there are so many basketball stories in the city that just haven't had a a vehicle to to amplify them we're going to be a big part of that this is a this is a Calgary this is a basketball city here in Calgary doesn't take anything away from being a hockey city or a football city or any of the other great things that we have to offer but we're we're proud to be a part of bringing those stories to light.
1: Well, basketball is a worldwide sport. Yeah. Uh as almost as much as soccer I would say. Yeah. It's cheap to play, right? And all of that. Um what did the Raptors success and I've talked to Moriyali about this but I'm yeah. going to ask you, what did the Raptors success do for that for the sport? in this country.
4: Well, I have a very visceral relationship with this, you know, being living in the GTA and moving to downtown Toronto. Like I remember, and you'll, you'll know this Rod, I remember when Maple Leaf Square wasn't open to the public. I remember when there was no Jurassic Park. Hmm. What happened in Toronto at that time was the city tried to, like the city evolved. You had Carabana that was in the background come to the forefront. You had Drake and their music start to hit. You, you started to see a new face to the city in terms of demographics. Tech started to hit. It was young again. And that's a very different mood for Toronto and the Toronto of today. And so the Raptors were a big part of that. And I think what we've taken away at the CBL level, but also from the surge level, is Calgary is ready for that. You know, we're a young city, third most diverse in the country. You know, money's flowing back in again in a certain respect. Now's the time to really have a team that speaks to all of those things in terms of a city building project. And I think that's what we want to do. And I think Mike is really tapped into that, being in the Golden Horseshoe area, being very well connected to the GTA of... This is how we need to approach it. It's got to be welcoming for everybody. It has to as much talk about basketball as it does music and fashion and sport. And, and I think we feel really well positioned to lead, I think, particularly in the West with our friends in Scarborough in the East, that we can, we can tell that story really, really well here in a, you know, a mid-sized but global city like Calgary.
1: Well, and that's the point. I don't forget ever that the television channel that airs our program is Game Plus out of Toronto. And sometimes I think we don't talk about the East enough. You've referenced Scarborough a couple of times. The Montreal Alliance, unless I've missed something, has been very successful yep. in its early infancy as a franchise. But what's the one thing we all heard coming out of the Canadian Elite Basketball League last year? That Drake owned the shooting stars, right? That, that's the celebrity ownership gets people's attention.
4: Yeah, I think it does. And I think our, our friends at uh, at OVO and certainly Sam Ibrahim as is the, is the co-owner have become really great partners for us. And, and look, we're, we're standing on a lot of shoulders here. We, we wouldn't have been able to do this. And I think as successfully as we have in the early days, uh, had that example not been set, and I think that's why we're taking our time is to say, hey, there are pieces of what our partners have done, and certainly now even with new teams coming on. I don't want to forget our friend David Asper and Jason Smith in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. with the Sea Bears, we have a playbook to run, and and part of it is going to be figuring out where we deviate and take some risks. You're going to see us do a lot of things that have never happened in the CBL, like we're going to start communicating to people in different languages. You're going to start to see WinSports Plaza activated. You know 90 minutes to two hours before the game and have a kids zone have a beer garden have all the things that you know make a, a stamps game so special and now with the flames in this past season and the seasons previous the red lot you know how that's been activated we want to do those things too but most importantly every single place that a basketball exists in the city We're gonna show up, and every place that doesn't have a basketball that wants it, we're gonna show up too. And we're gonna show up with sneakers. Uh, My good friend, I'm sure you know, Rob Kerr, former uh, voice um, of the Flames. Yeah, yeah. former voice of the Flames, and and dear friend, sport Calgary board member with me, who's in it for the right reasons. We brought him into the office to say, no one knows where better than you um, no one knows community i think hopefully is as good as us and we've prided ourselves on that let's go out together and really make some noise here at the grassroots level so we're committed to doing that 365.
1: and forgive me for saying but it's the rod peterson show so i can say what i want this is <laughs> what i heard from fans of cfl teams the players don't come out to our practices anymore to our kids practices anymore i hear it in a lot of markets and i'm like don't complain to me Go to the team. Well, what we have, and they don't do anything. This—that's why I said—and you know this. You yeah. knew it before I said anything. This is where you're going to make your name. We right? hope,
4: right? And nah, it's you will. We, I hope, and, yeah. and you know. And, but I want to earn it, right? Like yeah. we're as hard as on, on ourselves as anyone, and our players know. And Shane James, our general manager, and our head coach Nelson Taroba know this. You know, there's there's in the contract. You know, so many community service hours, so many volunteers. Surge players are going to do more. Let's be very, very clear, because this is this community. It's expected, and and when folks fall short of that, it does leave a taste in the mouth of I think communities. And so I make a, you know, I pride myself on showing up. You know, as, I don't know what big of a draw I am, but 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 I'm going to show up. Starts gonna,
1: at the top, my friend.
4: It, it it does, and I think that's the message uh, that that we've sent. That's the message that Usman has sent. That's the message that Rob has sent, and our our VPs in our office. We show up. Period. And I don't care. You you, you this weekend alone. We have a a big sneaker swap event with all our Hypebeast friends with YYC soldiers who have done this sneaker swap for years. Where all of these kids with Jordans and and uh, and uh, and Nikes and old school shoes are swapping and showing up, we're showing up to that event. We're showing up to uh, a big vaisakhi parade happening this weekend with our South Asian friends and, and ethnocultural communities in the Northeast to pay homage and respect to you know seventy thousand people that show up for this religious ceremony. Sheesh. you know what I mean? Like we, it, basketball and the surge needs to be more than just a pro basketball team. And we want to bring community together. We'll show up to do it three six five.
1: There are questions from viewers, and uh, will you come back next time we're back? 100%. We'll do more of this. Like, for instance, Jordan says, bring the CEBL to Regina. Well, they've expanded <laughs> to Winnipeg. They've moved to Calgary. They've moved to Montreal. They chill for a while, <laughs> would be my guess on that. Uh, BW in Edmonton says, Edmonton Stingers have a great connection with the capital region. I've, I've heard that, and I've seen the crowd photos that yeah. they're doing really good. Dan says Winnipeg has a basketball team in the CEBL. run. I know we talked about it earlier. The Sea Bears, right? Is there a lot of Sea Bears around Winnipeg? <laughs> best for your best for right you your time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Jason. Uh, I know you got friends here, so I appreciate you coming down. And anytime, give her, man. You're gonna appreciate win a championship it. in first the first year, right? You're greedy that way. Hey, listen. I can tell.
4: I, listen, I make no mistake about this. We've talked a lot about community. We've talked a lot about you know being at all four corners of the city. I want to win and every single person in this organization wants to win for this city so best be assured we're, we're coming for everything i can see it in your
1: eyes yeah make no mistake all right thanks yeah. jason cheers buddy shannon Walls joins us next from the Slapshot sweethearts this has been jason roberto the vice chairman president of the calgary surge pro basketball team and this is the rp show live from ace casino airport and hotel Cleek calgary airport on the game plus television network wqee radio and the streams Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask 411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask 411 app and start saving today. all right very busy show today on the old rp show live from that spot ace casino airport ace poker contributing to the community in many major ways we donated over two hundred fifty thousand dollars to our in-house charities from our daily tournaments in 2022 ace poker changing the poker landscape uh so hey we do not have shannon Walls for the slap shot sweetheart's podcast which is odd clark and i agree She asked to come on and is now ghosting. So my guess is it's got to be an emergency, Clark. It's got to be an emergency. So I'm going to read all of your questions here. We got some good ones here from our trusty viewers all across Canada and the USA. But I will tell you that it's Thursday, and that means it's Seniors Day here. It's Seniors Day at Ace Casino Airport, and that means... You can enjoy discounted food items along with a chance to win your share of cash and prizes with a lucky roll of the dice. Put it in your maps and you'll find us out here next to the Calgary Airport. So to the text line, 902-518-3033, a few things. I don't know how this came up, but Bill Dolby is watching in Brantford, Ontario. Thanks, Theo. You're the best. Hope that went well. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. All right. Thank you. Thanks for doing your glasses are right there. <laughs> You'd forget your head if it wasn't a tag. His assistant is not here. Bill Dalby in Brantford, Ontario says, did Alan Ford back up the great Ron Lancaster? The answer is no. Alan Ford was a slot back and punter. Ronnie Lancaster was the quarterback. And I'm just proud of myself that I know the answer to that. And why would he ask? Because... Alan Ford's grandson, Jackson Ford, was taken 11th overall in the second round of the CFL draft last Tuesday night by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I'll say it again. Alan Ford was a punter and a slotback receiver with the 1966 Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Played with Ron Lancaster, but not the same position. And why do I remember things from over 50 years ago? It's a blessing and a curse. Regarding uh, the ratings being so low for the CFL draft, 25,000 people tuning in on TSN. Larry in Medicine Hat says, For starters, the CFL needs to wait a few weeks longer before they set the schedule. Hamilton not playing in Calgary is a huge blunder. Well, again, it's the Rod Peterson Show. I can talk about whatever I want. And I'm so out of touch now with the way things work in the pro leagues. I don't know how it works. They're doing things in all leagues that I'm just what. But I can just imagine the ta- the uh, sitting around the boardroom table, where they're like, "We got to get the schedule all early. We got to get it out early. We got to get it out before Christmas, and people can buy season tickets for Christmas stocking stuffers." And blah blah blah. That's a great idea. And now here's Larry in medicine Hat probably correctly saying is they're rushing the schedule release, push it back so we can make sure that all the teams play and all the other teams part. But you said you wanted it earlier. That's how they look at it. And that's where you need a real strong leader to because I've seen weak leaders and I've seen strong leaders. You need a strong leader to come in, pound the table and say, this is what we're doing. Does CFL have that? I don't know. I haven't been in those meetings. But it doesn't look good. Jeff in Edmonton, formerly of Hamilton, texts in, and he says, Hamilton really fumbled the ball, letting the Honey Badgers leave town. Sad, but not a big surprise. The city has a horrible history with this sort of thing. Hope to see the league continue to do well and grow. Boy, are we ever seeing that phrase, you're only as strong as your weakest link, and that is a fact, Jack. You're not as strong as your strongest link. You're not. Wouldn't that be nice? Because this Calgary Winsport Arena is going to be jam-packed. We're going to be there going to the games, but that's on the best end. There are other teams struggling for visibility and to sell tickets. That's where it needs to be fixed. The CFL is only as strong as its weakest link. Not as strong as its strongest, Lincoln. Saskatchewan can't prop up the league anymore. It's a different era. It's not 1997. Jason from Winnipeg watching on Game Plus television writes in and says, Hey, Rod, I think showing the Combine would help people get interested in the draft. Also out of their control, but more university football on TV would help get the upcoming names out there. Signed, Jason from Winnipeg. That is the slippery slope slash double-edged sword whereby the TV networks say we don't carry the games because not enough people watch, look at the stadiums, they're empty, it's not appealing on television in any way, shape, or form. It's very, very strange. And not my job to figure out, thank God. (sighs) Because football in Canada is not in trouble. We just had a record number of Canadians chosen in the NFL draft. What was it, five, Clark? Five? A record number of Canadians were drafted in the NFL. Thank you for confirming. So football in Canada is fine at the grassroots level. The NFL will tell you it's fine in Canada. It's the CFL that's in trouble. There's a difference between football in Canada and the CFL. I don't know. Some of our audience are asking, what's the definition of a senior at Ace Casino Airport? I don't know. What's the age? I got to look into that. I'll get back to you. That'll be my task for the day. I'm going to update the poll question here in a second. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the Ryder fans are in love with the name, not the player. But that's fine. That's what the teams want. The players are discardable. They're like trading cards, the players. They don't market the players. They want to market the brand. That's the way the teams do it these days. They're very happy with that. What are Stamps fans in love with? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Dan in... Uh... Winnipeg says, could Brandon Manitoba support a Canadian Elite Basketball League team? Let's start with Winnipeg first. How about that? Let's get that working. Uh, And then we'll worry about Brandon. Colin in Ottawa says, all these coaches that have actually made the playoffs getting fired, and DJ Smith in Ottawa seems to be safe, and he hasn't made the playoffs in four seasons. It's an interesting point. I think... I don't know how they're looking at it other than probably saying they got bigger fish to fry there in Ottawa in terms of the sale of the team. Everybody wants the team. You see, Snoop Dogg wants to buy the Senators. Ryan Reynolds wants to buy the Senators. Everybody wants to buy the Senators. Why don't we talk about Snoop Dogg owning the Ottawa Senators? That one, to me, came right out of left field. It really... I'm I'm in favor of it. Listen, I don't care for... All of Snoop Dogg's music. I just don't agree with it. But I do, I do like some of it. I made the mistake of going to a Snoop Dogg concert once. I was blaming Moose earlier, pointing out his red eyes. Um, but I think Snoop Dogg would be good in any ownership group of any league. I think the CFL needs celebrity ownership, let alone any other league. But if he wants in and has the money to do it, I say go for it. I just wouldn't think Snoop Dogg, Ottawa. They're a long ways away geographically from each other. But if you saw the interview with him with Stephen A. Smith on ESPN this week, he's a huge hockey fan. Snoop Dogg, who knew? These are the kinds of things we need to learn and get to the bottom of. The poll question today for Capital Autumn. Sorry, for Key Auto Group. I got to get that out of my head. The poll question today for Key Auto Group. Which, by the way, the all-new Sportage reimagines innovation in motion. in urban SUV design with all the comforts for your next adventure. Order yours today at keyyorktonkia.com or by calling 306-783-2772. The 2023 Kia Sportage, movement that inspires. The poll question is who should win the Calder Trophy as NHL Rookie of the Year? The finalists are Matty Beneers of the Seattle Karekin, Owen Power of Sabers, or Stuart Skinner of the Edmonton Oilers. Not shocking, running away with it. Stuart Skinner, seventy-five percent of the vote. How about that? Am I allowed to say this? Am I allowed to say this in today's woke culture culture? He's Canadian, he's Western Canadian, he's a goalie, plays for a Canadian team, so for that reason, I'm voting for him. When it comes to these votes, we have our own reasons. Those are mine. Plus, he's been uh, setting Edmonton Oilers franchise records, too, and that's not easy to do. So come on, voters. Vote for Stuart Skinner. Overtime's coming up next, everybody. Moose, you going to come in for that? (laughs) We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport, broadcasting right outside the uh, Ace Sports Bar on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, and streaming. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. all right all right it's overtime. that's proudly brought to you by the four season sports Pavilion. and we're live from right next door to that place hotel cleek calgary airport check out their all inclusive wedding packages all right fly and gather in one location enjoy your moment and cancel the stress with our convenient location for family and friends all-inclusive packages starting at just 79.95 contact hotel cleek calgary airport for details the Moose is here, and I should mention the Four Seasons is your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs and the UFC, UFC 288, by the way, Saturday night free viewing party right here at Ace Casino's Sports Bar. Tonight, Moose and I hosting a watch party for Game 2 of the Leafs and the Panthers for the Panthers' win over the Leafs in Game 2.
2: Come on, Georgie. Let's go, Leafs. I know you'll be you watching. Feeling? How
1: you feeling? Really good.
2: Yeah, I'm feeling really good. Not nervous yet. I haven't really been thinking about it all that much, so... The Leafs players don't seem nervous to me. No. They don't seem rattled to You me. know what? On both sides, everybody seemed pretty loose in game one. I thought that was really impressive. You know, um, that's what's going to make this series fun. The monkey's off the back, so to speak. Now you can just go play hockey. Do you actually believe that? I do. But everybody was pretty loose. I think, you know what? When you start getting towards elimination games, though, they're going to tighten right back up. When you start getting into games, you know, five, six, yeah. seven.
1: I can't say you're wrong because they don't look nervous. Going into the Tampa series, they looked very nervous. Oh, yeah. The and, whole series. Right. And then after game one, well, the interviews yesterday with uh, Morgan Riley and Austin Matthews, they seem very loosey-goosey. Yeah. But I will say this about those Florida Panthers. It's a culture thing. It's hard to be culture. Mm-hmm. You know, they're working hard. It's interesting. We'll see what happens with Alexander Barkov tonight. Um, Serena's not a fan, has never been a fan. I asked Alan May about him yesterday, and he goes, well, he's performing a defensive role. He's not hurting his team. You and I have talked about that, having people on your team. Well, he's not hurting us. Okay, but he's not helping either. I know. What's he doing here? Well, Barky had two assists the other night. He just, he just very two very quiet assists. How much of the Orders game? Well, I guess you and I watched the first two periods <laughs> last night, so I know how much yeah. you watched. But Jack Eichel... He just seems to be the kind of guy that's going to score into an empty net, and that's how he's going to find the score sheet. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm expecting a lot more from Jack Eichel in these Stanley Cup playoffs.
2: You talked about good Bob and bad Bob, Sergey Bobrovsky, the Florida Panthers. Yeah. It's a little bit like that with Jack Eichel, because I'll watch him in games, and I'll see the skill, and I'll see him, you know, kind of like Austin Matthews does when he has the puck on his stick, or Connor McDavid, where they just control the puck. It's on a magnet, and they're going to make something happen. I've seen that with Ico. I've seen it. I just don't see it consistently like you do with the other two well, guys. you but know? that's
1: as you know because you've coached sports, right? Yes. When you've seen it, you know it's there. So yes. when you don't see it again, you get ticked off because you know you're capable of more. That's right. That the player's capable of more. Yes. From the viewers regarding celebrity ownership and a few things. BW in Edmonton says is the RP show coming back to Calgary for Stampede in July? I believe that's a Texas 10-4. Colin in Ottawa says, I support Snoop Dogg being part of a new senator's ownership group, even if he wore a Ducks jersey when they beat our Sens in the 07 Stanley Cup Finals. Maybe can we get over something that happened 16 years ago? Maybe can we get over that? We need a new poll because it was, it was The Rock and Ryan Reynolds.
2: We've got to add Snoop Dogg to the poll. Now it's Snoop or Ryan Reynolds or The Rock. Right? Now you got to... <laughs> you got to find out now
1: which, uh, which owner you'd rather have. Tom writes in and says, Hi, Snoop, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They're not interested. These guys aren't talking about buying a CFL team, Tom. No. I appreciate your interest, but they're not talking about it. Ah, Jen from the Four Seasons. Did the Leafs lose game one of the first round? I don't remember. Bingo! Yes. How about those Oilers? How about those Oilers, Jen? You're going to come in here and troll Leaf fans as an Oilers fan? Well, no. She's saying they lost game
2: one of the first round against Tampa, still won the series. You know? the oh, first game round? One? I'm it doesn't sorry. matter.
1: Oh, she's serious. I thought she was trolling. Or maybe she was actually wondering if no, they no, lost no, she's, game one. Yeah, I got you, Jen. They did lose game I one. Apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Tom says uh, Snoop could do a show in Sask. That's where I saw Snoop was in the Brandt Center. And I like some of his songs. Yeah. I don't know that many. Right, New episode I liked a lot. But it's, does he have a song called, like, Kill a Cop or something like that? you put me on the spot uh, now. Well, if you don't know, no, you don't, I don't know. I don't know. But that it's, one. there was one that it was, like, anti-police. Somewhere. I see. I'm out. Because I'm pro-law enforcement. Obviously. If you're not, you're a ding-dong. Not to mention, I had a horrific headache from the weed smell. Yeah. Never smoked it in my life. We were called earlier the Cheech and Chong of sports talk. Yes. That's why your eyes are red, isn't it? How about that? Listen, is there something you needed to tell me? <laughs> no. You might be getting sick.
2: Hot yeah, day. I hope that's not the case.
1: From Barrias. From Barrias. I think I would like to make this happen. Bria says, RP show straight from IG Field for this year's Banjo Bowl. Ooh. I would like to make that happen. I I know Kevin, our guy, our sales coordinator, is sitting right over here, and he he would like us to be here for the Labor Day Classic, the Elks and the Stampeders, and then let's load up the bus with an RV from Woody's RV World and truck on into Winnipeg because they got the smoke and be there for the Banjo Bowl, and then I can get back to Florida. See ya. Okay. I like that. Let's make that happen. I like that. Okay. Um uh, I appreciate all that. that's cool. <laughs> Jeff says in the meantime and in between time, that's it. Another edition of the RP show. <laughs> that's an old yes. Ed Whalen line. Yeah. Um, oh, we still got 30 seconds. Okay. Allie and Texarkana says, I got to love some healthy hockey chirping during the playoffs. I want to apologize to Jen. I misread her comment. Jen, I know her so well, but she also likes to throw the barbs. That's why I was fooled. So we'll see how Moose and I are getting along, if we're still getting along during and through the end of Game 2. We'll watch party tonight here at Ace Casino Sports Bar is right next door to us. Tomorrow, Football Friday with Mark Steven and Jim Barker. See you then. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>